Oh, yes. It is time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for more fun than a coke addict at a narcolepsy party. It's time for Geeksters. <laughs> Mark of the... Do it on top. Put the Geeksters. I mean, who's that? When we start the show, would you like to start that over again? Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode, episode 212, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And it's 212, part two. And Ed, would you like to explain to the class what is so funny? The, the, what you were doing. Okay. Hey. Uh, give me a second. Okay. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> That's me. That's you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to start playing Goldeneye. <laughs> dunk, 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 dunk. Right. Well, as as you know, sometimes this, this show goes long, and we we you know we have to do these intros and outros after we do the live show, and so we sometimes Sean needs to amp himself up before he performs. Well, he's sitting back on his chair, eyes closed, and he's shaking, but his arm is like shaking really bad. So it looks like his hands under his, you know, under the table. <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> Shall I continue? I will. <laughs> so, so, so he was going, and he's got this happy face on, <laughs> and his hands really going, and his body's really shaking, and I'm like, oh my god, he's masturbating. <laughs> Number one, my head is over here on my right side. It's nowhere near in my lap. I have an impressive penis if I can just like, eat my head. Yeah, but your other hand was. <laughs> I'm just like. Right <laughs> <laughs> now, the fact that the whole the whole listening audience has listened to the first five minutes of part two of us describing a visual joke. <laughs> it's only been two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know I did. I'm just like my eyes are closed. I'm like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> just waiting for the right moment to go. Oh yeah, and <laughs> the money shot. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's great. I I I I I. <sighs> so, uh, apparently I made Ed laugh really hard Because <laughs> he's so happy looking <laughs> That's what made it so hilarious looking. Of course it's going to be happy I'm masturbating <laughs> La 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 Stroke 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 La la Do it to the beat La 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 so anyway, welcome to part two, folks. It's episode two twelve, part yeah, two. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> or for those people who want to do the Dewey Decimal System, it's two one two point two. That is correct, sir. <laughs> I may not know my Congress and my American my history. I know Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So here um, in part two, we give you the video game releases. Mm-hmm. 
And then, no, do we? Or we're, yeah, we do. Yes. Okay. And then we also, um, Stacy, give we kind of give an update on what we've been playing lately. Um, and Stacy gives a review of a, of ironically, weirdly enough, an app game. Yes. Because very very rarely do we um, review games that are on apps. Are you kidding me? Do you listen to our show? No. Yeah, fair- <laughs> I said very rarely. <laughs> I mean, the last couple of like months we've been, you know, talking. About- well, that's because you know we've been. Hurry, she's kind of sucked me in a little bit to the app phone games. Usually, I ignore them. Usually, yeah. And but since she's a, a game player on their phone, you know, why not? Well, we've I mean, talked about app sure. games before, though. I mean, you've you've talked about a few here and there. Yes, the ones that I play, and then I usually they fall off because I'm like, eh, it's boring, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to spend money. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we give you a, it's 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 an app for a game that I never thought she'd like. And then when we come back from part two, when we come back, I'll tell you what happened during break <laughs> that made Ed and I laugh. You'll just have to hear it, and then I'll do a follow up, a little P.S. And maybe if you're lucky, Ed'll have another news article. I will. Oh, there you go, folks. Look at that. You hear it first. You ask, we deliver. <laughs> you don't ask, we still deliver. That's right. Now you're now you're at you're right now someone's going, We're still waiting on the funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's masturbating. How <laughs> you can't get any more than that. There's no punchline. That is the punchline. <laughs> so sit back, relax, masturbate, whatever, <laughs> and we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right. So uh, welcome back, everybody. Um, where we last left off, Ed was getting into the new releases for the video game. That's right. So uh, what's coming out this week? Uh, it's a big week. Hoorah! It is a big week. There's a lot of games this week. I'm kind of surprised a well, little bit. It's, it's, Not really, but, you know, it just... Well, you got to think that um, it's November first. So yeah. once November hits, it's now what we call crazy season in retail va- retail world, where it's like now we got to start about Black Friday. People, it's, it's what three weeks away from Black Friday, yep. and then Christmas. So right away, it's buy, 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 buy. Here's a new game. Here's a new game. Here's a new game. Buy, buy, remastered, new game. So why don't we come out? What's coming out this week? Uh, Tumblestone by Nighthawk Interactive for the PS4 and Wii U, and that's a new that's a two day release. <laughs> All right. Uh, Earth Dawn by Rising Star Games for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. Again. Uh, Blue Blaze Central Fiction by Axis Games Incorporated, and that's for the PS3 and PS4, and that's on Tuesday release. All right. And then we have the Steam World Collection by Rising Star Games for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release that comes with Steam World Dig and Steam World Heist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Then we have the Atari Flashback Classics Volume 1 and 2 for the Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. Uh, Super Dungeon Brothers by Wired Productions for the PS4 and Xbox One, that's a Tuesday release. <coughs> All right. Then we have Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 Arcade Game Series by Bandai, Bandai Napco Entertainment America Incorporated for the Xbox One, that's a Tuesday release. All right. It's a lot. Uh, then there's Robinson's The Journey VR by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4, and that's a Friday release. All right, so another game in the VR family for Sony. That's right. 
And Mario Party Star Rush by Nintendo for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. Right. And, of course, the huge one that everybody's going to talk about on Friday, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare by Activision for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday release. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, well, there's uh, there's a couple. There, okay, now here's the, what I know about Call of Duty. Yeah. There's three versions. Uh-huh. Okay, there's Infinite Warfare, the right. standard game, which is 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Legacy Edition, which is eighty dollars. Right. And then there's the Legacy Deluxe, which is one hundred and twenty. Okay. Now the differences are the Infinite Warfare standard game, no season pass. Right. The Legacy Edition is Infinite Warfare and the remastered version of Modern Warfare, which is Call of Duty Four. Right. Which apparently is the one that kind of broke the mold as far as war games go. Apparently, like mm-hmm. this is the one everyone loves, everyone's been itching for a remastered, and Activision has finally decided to abide, you yes. might say. And then the Legacy Gold or Deluxe or Pro version is both of those games plus the season pass for Infinite Warfare, which usually runs about 50 bucks because mm. it's any extra maps, any all the tchotchkes that come right. out for the course of the game. Okay. Couple of little things though. If you were a Sony PlayStation member, right. um, you really want to. Everyone wants a Legacy Edition. Mm-hmm. There's some pros and cons with that. Okay. Pro is you do get the the Modern Warfare Edition, right. right? Con is the fact that it's in form of a digital download, which means you know you once you pick up the game, you can type in the code and then it uploads that game onto your hard drive. Right. Con, you need Infinite Warfare to actually play. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Okay. So for those people who are like, well, I'll just buy the game and then turn around and trade it in or resell it or whatever they do with a game they don't want, you can't. Because you need that disc in order to actually access the Modern Warfare part. So you're kind of stuck with a Call of Duty that you may, that up until recently has gotten really panned. Like Mm -hmm. as far as it's now no longer really on the ground. It's, they're taking them out in space. There's... You know, you're fighting on space stations now. It's people going, well, this is a far, way different path than the modern warfare it is when you're like on the ground and, you know. Yeah. But, you know, but people are like, well, at least we got the remaster. That's awesome. Mm. But, like I said, it comes with the kind of having to have the disc. The bon- there was a plus for PlayStation 4 members that if you paid off the $80 version at, during the, within the last month, mm. you got. Modern Warfare, the remastered as um, a pre-order bonus to be able to play the day that you paid it off. Okay, you couldn't you couldn't pre-order it. You could pre-order it, but pay it off, and then you would get a code for Modern Warfare that you could actually start playing the campaign, not the online stuff, but mm. just the campaign version for the first for this month of October. Mm. And then when Infinity Warfare comes out, you, you got to put the disc in to get the multiplayer stuff and all that kind of gotcha. aspect. Um. But again, once you paid it off, you couldn't just cancel it because, you know, all I want to do is play the campaign. So, hey, I'm going to be smart about it. And I'm going to pay it off and then cancel it. There was no 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 retailer was allowed to cancel the pre-order once the purse because you technically have half of the game. Yeah. So that's, you know, a con. Um, yeah. I might have a review for it. And I say might only because... I vaguely remember because of, the, of the, the place that I work for, there was a big conference where they get, you know, hey, thanks for coming because you're a manager. Now I'm not a manager. 
you and your senior staff are going to get a copy. Mm-hmm. So I might have a review for it come sa- Sunday. I'm not sure yet. Okay. But then there might be a review coming up, though. So I'm, I'm I kind of not really sure. But there will be one eventually. Mm-hmm. So within either next week or the week after uh, at some point. Okay. Um, it's a big deal, obviously, because it's Call of Duty. I've never we've talked about my my feelings about Call of Duty people. Mm-hmm. I've always they've always been the I'm going to say they're like the jocks of of video games, where they think that because they play Call of Duty right away they're all ready for warfare. It's like look at me I'm 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 in worst shape ever, but I play Call of Duty so therefore I know you know my AR-15 has just ever this is my rifle my this is my gun. You know, that kind of thing. And and yet you throw them in the heat of a battle. Just, just stop touching yourself right now. Right. You, you throw them in the heat, or heat of a real fight. They're like, <laughs> stop hitting me. <laughs> and they're usually the most, like, the most aggressive as far as online bullying goes. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's never really been my thing. I mean, just because I've never, I've never been much of a multiplayer to start off with. We've talked about it over, yes, over the yes, years. Yes, So I'm like, all right, well, I'll, I'll dabble, but I won't be like, now I might be for the story wise, but maybe not the multiplayer stuff. Because yeah. it seems like every time I try to get into one of those multiplayer things, I'm like, oh, it's the same thing over and over again. I, <laughs> I, I just, I mean, maybe it's because my my group of friends don't participate in multi game, mul- mul- multi on, multi online. multiplayer online stuff. Yeah. So it's not like I mean, you do the Star Wars thing and I do the Star Wars thing, but never rarely do we get uh, you text me go, hey, I want to play Star Wars. You want to come on? And you and I be a fire team of two as we go and get our ass handed to us by rebels or we can even we can just even play a private match between the two of us. Right, and then it's you. I see you. Boom, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) And then you you see me. I'm dead. (laughs) It's just you know. Right. (laughs) I mean, I I I do kind (laughs) of. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Right. Exactly. It's it's. (laughs) I did that with my nephew. (laughs) Uh, I'll bet you get your ass handed to you. (laughs) Well, let's put it this way. He, he he doesn't even use weapons anymore. He'll just run up behind me and punch <laughs> me in the back, and I die because it's, it's always a uh, 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 shit. That other game, that the first one, like uh, uh, crap. The first game that came out with the multi online uh, Halo. Halo, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll play Halo together. He'll just come over and he'll punch you in the back of the head and, and then teabag it's, you. It's, it's an automatic dash, yeah. you know, and then teabag you. Eh, eh, eh. It's a little squat down thing. Thank goodness he hasn't I, learned that trick. I, I, maybe I, he has now. I haven't played him in a while, so. I, the other week, um, she was watching uh, my nephew, mm. uh, Lucas, and I had about six hours of alone time to be able to do anything I wanted to do. <laughs> right? I could have played Mafia Three. Yeah. I could have played Rise of Iron, but it happened to be Tuesday, October twenty fifth, and I remembered that that day was. Destiny brings back the um, uh, the Festival of Soul- Lost Souls, yeah. which is their Halloween event. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go see what kind of new tragedies they got, because they usually have new emotes, new helmets, mm-hmm. and, you know, new masks, and new quests and stuff. And I want to play in six hours of that. Like, <laughs> just running around, <laughs> shooting things. And then I'm like, really, you fucking son of a bitch. I got Mafia 3, which <laughs> I was playing the day before we came up. And... She's playing Batman Arkham City. And I'm like, I, I could have even try, started playing one of those. I still have Rise of the Tomb Raider. You know, no. I'm, there I am with Destiny again, that fickle bitch that always seems to suck me back in when I'm least expected. Because I'm like, <laughs> hey, what you doing? Yeah, I'm like, oh, you know what? Okay, let me just go around and do a couple things. And I was like, you know what? I'll, while I have time, let me go do this one little quest. And then 
there. I, I last time I played, <coughs> I started to um, follow this quest of this exotic weapon that I, I'm sure was like a year or two thing. Right. That, see, everyone I think and their mother got. And I'm like, well, let me start doing that. And I found out that I needed to do these public events for one on uh, um, three, one on Lunar, one on the Moon, one on Mars, and one on Earth. Mm-hmm. I was able to do the Moon and Earth real easy, but the one on Mars because I found this is how this is how the people of Destiny are. There's a website that you can go to that has a real time clock of when these events are going to hit the server, mm-hmm. and it's usually like in two minutes or and it's it, there's a variance of like five five. One to five minutes of it's starting now to oh it should have started five minutes ago before it actually starts. Right. Well, on Mars, the the public event that I had to go to is always in spots where there's multiple public events. Mm. So you have to kind of wait for that public event to show up. Now it's not it's not a okay, well this one started, so then you have to wait two more for this one. Yeah. It's random. So I sat on Mars in like two different spots for like Four hours doing the same public event over and over again. The one I didn't need to complete this quest. And it was driving me nuts. And finally, I was like, shit, I just spent six hours on this fucking game. I got to get to work, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's what I did. (laughs) But but on the other side, she did finish um, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Which there were a lot of graphical differences from the yeah. original, which were beautiful. But now we, she just started playing Arkham City like the other day. So I'll let her. And then, of course, then there's a, a special bonus because while I was playing Mafia 3, her and I play. Um, she got me involved in a Disney emoji game mm. where it's Bejeweled Blitz. Yes. But then she stumbled across something else, which I, <laughs> I just got to let her explain. Which one do you want to start off with? Quick, how do you feel about Arkham City? Um, I love it all over again. Okay. It is visually so much better. Okay. Like, um, I noticed that they changed up Poison Ivy's jacket thing that right. she's wearing from the asylum. It's a little bit more detailed. Um, Talia al Ghul looks great. Catwoman's suit isn't just black. It has like a blue-black look to it okay. in some spots. Right. Very small things yeah. that I'm noticing. Overall, it's the same game. Yes. Um, colors are brighter. Everything's better. Um, I, the way that he moves seems quicker to me, but I don't know if that's because I just played Arkham Asylum because he's it's, you can tell that he moves differently between the two games. Okay. To me, he moves better than he did the first time I played. And I played Game of the Year edition of Arkham City. Mm. Um, but to me, he played. He moves quicker, and what? He keeps moving around. I'm moving the, oh. t- the chair. It's the squeak, squeak of the uh, leather. Sorry, rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking he's trying to set us set up for something. No, no, um, no. <laughs> anyway, so it's great. Um, I'm probably gonna get pissed off again with the Riddler trophies. The first time I played Arkham City, I did not get all of the Riddler trophies mm-hmm. because I beat the game and got so frustrated with it that I was like, "Fuck it, I've already beat the game." There's nothing uh, other than just getting all the Riddler trophies. There's nothing else that this, there's nowhere else this is going to go. Right. So I just let it go. This time I'm going to completely try to do everything. Um, I'm thinking about once I'm done with it, going back to Arkham Asylum and playing it on hard because you get nice little trophies 
PlayStation trophies when you do other stuff on hard versus okay. all the other levels. Right. Um, so I mean, maybe if I get bored, I'll pick that back up. I don't know yet. Um, but I mean, overall, it's it's Arkham City. It just looks, uh, it sounds better. It looks better. He moves better. Um, they switched up the layout of in Arkham Asylum. The Batarang is up on the directional pad. Mm. Now it's down. So because I just played Arkham Asylum, I'm I'm I keep wanting to do down, and it's not. Right, it's not it's the reverse. It's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's same game. It's still great. I loved the first time I played it, Good. and I love it all over again. He still has a strategy guide for it. I'm not a strategy guide user. <laughs> I get so frustrated with it that I feel like I need to look the answer up. I have this awesome thing called Google. <laughs> and I will just pull my phone out and be like, what's the answer to blah, 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 blah. And there's this great tutorial that someone has made, or walkthrough, <laughs> rather, on YouTube. Right. So I'll watch it for like five minutes. Boom, there's the answer. Pause. Go back to the game. This gra- this strategy guide is like an inch and a half thick. Like I opened it and I was like, "How do you use this?" <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, "It's a book. <laughs> you go table of contents. Where am I? Flip, flip, flip. And like there's broken down. And here's where all the Riddler trophies are. Here's all the riddles are. Here's the pe- here's how to get this. And I'm like, all you gotta do is just turn to the page you need." <laughs> Google. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's where the age comes in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the modern technology the youngsters <laughs> use. They'll use the Google. I or learned the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> 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 Google. <laughs> um, but I stumbled across this game called Lucktastic. I seen like an ad for it on some other game I was playing on my phone. Mm. Essentially, it is a scratch-off game, right? So right away, I go. I'm like, let me read the reviews on it. Do some research. From what I've read, it's legit. He doesn't believe it. He thinks that it's complete and total bullshit, right? Okay. But for everything I read, people are legitimately winning on these real money on these scratch-offs, right? Okay. It doesn't cost anything to play. Nothing. All, right. All you have to do is watch like a 30-second ad before every little scratch-off. 30 seconds? I, I mean, I don't have a job. What the fuck else am I going to do, right? Right away, I bet you people you Spend that 30 seconds and get a job. <laughs> it's legit. I'm not going to deny that, right? Yeah. Until then, I can spare 30 seconds, right? right? So basically, what you do is it gives you a scratch-off. Some of them are for tokens. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think I have like 6,000 tokens. Mm. Once you get a certain amount of tokens, you can trade them in, and the people will mail you a gift card for various places. Some of them are restaurants. They have Amazon gift cards, which, I mean, maybe they have Google Play gift cards which I'll probably get ahead of anything else because I am a Google Play member on for my music right? so that I can have a subscription and all of that. Right. So I'm like, if nothing else, it pays for my music once a month. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not paying anything. I don't have to – there's no gyms or there's no in-app purchases, none of that, mm-hmm. right? So one of the ads that I was watching so that I could scratch my scratch off, um, some of them are for tokens. Go, go ahead. Slow down. The other day, she goes, can I see your phone? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, I have nothing to hide. It's my phone, right? <laughs> the only person that texts me now is her. Yeah. Like, and that's when she's downstairs. <laughs> you know? Lately, she's gotten into calling me on my phone. Right? Hello? Hi, yeah, when you come down, can you br- uh, Okay, like, whatever. <laughs> so she's like, can, can I see You don't text me back. Can, can you send me, can I see your phone? I'm like, yeah, sure, why? 
she goes and installs it on my film so she can have double the you know chances, chances of stuff. Right. right. But now again, this is where I find it's kind of kind of sketchy only because there is like a little ticker across the top saying Joe won ten thousand dollars. Steve won five hundred well, yeah, points. He's using like really really generic names, but that's not the case. And you do have to register with right. Lucktastic to play. Yeah. So it's like first name, last initial. Yeah. Let's say um, some of them are for cash. Like there's like a fifty dollar one. It goes all the way up to ten grand. Right. Yeah. Everything that I read, people really are winning this money. Okay. Not often. I mean, it's like any other scratch-off lotto. It's not going to happen every time. Right. But people are really winning legitimate money by scratching off. And there are so many ads that it makes sense because somebody's paying for this if you don't have to pay to play. But if you have to watch an ad for all kind of different shit, not just games, but, like, there's an ad for grocery stores. There's an ad for car companies. Like, there's so many different ads. Somebody's paying the money that is supposedly being paid out, mm-hmm. right? To me, I'm like... So I get some tokens and I get a $10 gift card for Google Play. Like, that's $10 we don't have to spend for my subscription to Google Play. Right, you know, right, like, yeah. To me, it's like a win-win. For him, he's like, I, I'm, I don't buy it. That's fine. Give me your phone. <laughs> I will double my chances. And if and when I win something, you don't get none of it because you thought it was sketchy in the first <laughs> place. Okay. <laughs> you know. That was a new one for me. I'm like, what do you mean? Me and Dad talked about that earlier. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so I'm watching an ad mm-hmm. to be able to scratch one of the scratch-offs. You have to match, like, three symbols or whatever, and right. then you can win. There are, like, rules and stuff, and at the bottom, there is, like, a barcode, just like on a regular lottery scratch-off that you would get from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a barcode at the bottom. It all seems really legit. I even did research because, like, I don't want to get scammed, and if I get those three matching things and it's for, like, a, a high amount of money – Buildings will burn until I get the money that they say <laughs> they're going to pay out, right? It's not about the money. It's about <laughs> sending a message. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, it's not on Apple for anybody that's like, oh, I want to go get, you know. Hey. There's there's restaurant gift cards, all different ones. Some okay. of them are for like 10 bucks. Some of them are for like 25 bucks, right? Right. It's not on Apple, the Apple store, because I was going to download it on the iPad also so that I can triple my chances. <laughs> but Apple doesn't have it. It's uh, only on Google for Android okay. users. Anyways, I was watching an ad. I'm a sucker for these ads because every once in a while, one will come along, and I'm like, I kind of want to play that. You know, and at mm. the end of the ad, it's like, download now to play. <laughs> download, install, you know, go back to doing whatever I was doing. Well, one comes up, and it's called Kill Shot. Okay. And it's basically a game for, I don't know if it's on, if it's for Apple because I never got the chance to install it on the iPad, so I never even looked it up. Mm. Um, but I'm assuming that it is. I'm not sure, um, but it's called Kill Shot, and basically you are a sniper for the military, mm-hmm. and you get to choose any kind of sniper rifle you want, okay. you can upgrade it in all kind of different ways and all of that, <clears throat> and then basically you get to have, there's controls where you can move your scope around, or right. the, look down the sight, and you can move it around, and then with your other thumb, it's very um, horizontally played. It probably will be better on like a like a tablet or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Galaxy 6, so my screen's big enough that it's okay, right. but it would probably work better on a bigger screen. Right. Um, so you zoom in, and you basically get to make a kill shot. 
And when the kill shot happens, the bullet slows down, and you get to watch the bullet go into the person. There's blood everywhere. It's rated M for mature. So if you don't, <laughs> if you're a kid and you don't have like your mom or dad's <coughs> Google information logged in, you're probably not going to be able to download it. Right. If you're an adult, it won't be a problem. Um, <laughs> it's a great kill shot. Blood everywhere. It's super super gory. I'm like, oh, this is great. Love it. So earlier while he's playing Mafia, I'm playing this, and I get so into playing video games, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so I make my first headshot, and I'm like, fucking right, bitch, right, screaming at the top <laughs> of my... Sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Mafia, and I hear this, and I look over, and I'm like, what are you doing? Because this is a girl who's like, ooh, Disney emoji, shiny, <laughs> la, la, la. And niggas thing I know... That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> right. Bitch. <laughs> yes. Screaming at the top of my lungs. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, babe, look, it, this is awesome. I normally don't play these kind of games, right? right? Don't get me wrong. I've played um, some multiplayer Call of Duty with my brother. I just have, like, nothing else to do. And two people can play at the same time, split screen. I've played that. It's fun. I am from Texas, so I do love shooting guns. Love guns, right? <laughs> love them. <laughs> love them. <laughs> love them. You don't know how loving I'm into these things. Right. So I, I'm playing it, and I'm really, really enjoying every time I get this headshot. Now, I, as I play, it gets more difficult. You have to upgrade your gun because you need better accuracy or you need better ammo. Uh -huh. It is a slightly time management later on in playing it because mm. um, right now I am waiting for – the newest scope that I need to get installed to my rifle. Okay. It takes like 20 <laughs> minutes. Um, it'll alert. There's, there's alerts, right. and notifications. I guess you could turn them off. I'm not going to, cause I like know when my shit's done. Right. Um, but it's really fun. So while playing kill shot, another ad comes up and it's for <laughs> kill shot Bravo. So I'm like, okay, what's this one about? So I go and it's the newer version of, Kill shot. Right. So I'm like, all right, well, this one's newer. That's the one I want to play now, right? So right. I install that one. It's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics on, like, my little six-by-two-inch screen, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> are great <laughs> for it being, like, a cell phone and, like, a, a mobile game. It's right. great. It's really, really, really good graphics. Um, the kill shots are even better. You can slow down the bullet and change the the view of the bullet instead of just watching it from like behind it you can watch it if you want to see how it hits the back of the dude's head or the front of the guy's head or whatever the case may be you can change the view mm -hmm. um there's a black ops missions that mm. you can play with it that get unlocked that are like the really really hard ones right so you have to kind of go through black ops the the sniper missions and there's assault rifle missions that are like the not as fun missions but <laughs> if you get if you get enough not of those, as fun missions what yeah because <laughs> you have like right now i have an ar40 yeah and there's there's nothing fancy about it um it's a little bit harder because it's not it's not like i have joysticks to control the person it's like i just have my thumb in the corner of this little bitty six inch screen yeah. you know so it's a little bit harder and you don't get to zoom as much mm. and because the screen is so small the people are like the size of ants so it's kind of just like i'm gonna shoot in this general direction and hope <laughs> that i hit someone because i can't really see <laughs> Where the people are running to. Right. But if you unlock enough of the the sniper missions and the the what I'm calling the not as fun missions, mm -hmm. you get to do the black ops missions. And those are like where you get bosses 
and you can you can kill them for like um like gold and you can spend i'm sure you can like in-app purchase the gold mm. i'm not going to but you can spend the gold on speeding up the time of of upgrading your weapon or of some cool helmet that you want that is cost like a lot of money but you get money at the end of every mission and the mm. more money you get the more stuff that you can upgrade on your gun it's really really fun if you just want to like if you're mad and you're at work <laughs> and you, you don't have like a console with you and you really just want to like headshot something because your boss is pissing you off go download this game because <laughs> you're gonna sit there and the minute you get to see the gorgeousness of this headshot and this blood splatter, <laughs> you're gonna be at your desk and you're gonna go, bitch, at the top of your lungs, and it's gonna work. <laughs> and you're gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> it's me like, blam! What's up, motherfucker? Because I'm doing that like when when I play Mafia Three, I do the same thing. I talk to them in the video games yeah. like. Um, as Lincoln, I hide and I wait for a guy to come here. Like, hey, I think I heard something over there. Yeah, you're about to hear my knife go through your throat. Ah! Like, you know, <laughs> but to hear her do it, I'm going, do I sound like that? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, you I'm do. Like, I don't care. I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's, there's game reviews <laughs> for the week. All right, let's get to the news, Ed. What is going well, on in the world? You know, we should talk, start talking about this now since we're in the video games oh. portion of our of our show. Yeah. That we, you know, one thing that we forgot to mention last week, that the new Nintendo Switch came, or the specs came out, and it's coming out next year, uh, March of 2017. And we wanted to kind of go over the, the whole what idea. What we know. Right, we know, and what we what we think. I mean, I got some information here that, you know, we can talk about uh about it, I, I pulled the article up uh, that you you put onto the uh, Facebook page, Geeks of Radio. While you're there, if you didn't give a like, give a like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, did you see the video? The three yes, yes, video? yes I, I did watch the video a couple times. Your first impressions first before we get to the facts. I I I, I always say this that the, the first look of Nintendo is they revolutionize something. They always right. do something that's something that you never thought would be capable of doing they make it happen which is which is really great it's like wow this is this is beyond when they did the, the first handhelds it was like wow this is revolutionary you can take the games on the go and that was great and then when they did the motion you know uh, uh, for the wii, wii. And the, you know and that type of thing and then the whole concept of the wii u was pretty neat i mean in fact is you could have a game pad that you could play you know on the go a right. little bit long as long as within your i think a certain range of your right Nintendo. yeah it was in basically in the range of your wi-fi yes <laughs> so i mean it was that, that kind of thing that really kind of like it's like that always the next step of gaming then then always has that ability to do that right you know so it's always great to see like what nintendo does because it's like this is what everybody's now going to follow in the next five years you know like sony and, maybe and right maybe you know if, if it's if it takes off enough they'll still they'll come up with something they'll find similar. a way to be able to uh, steal it and put it their own use like exactly like as the motion control works well for the wii so xbox did it they took it a little further with the connect yes uh, okay you know what sony went with their move system which got the little handheld like ball, with things with the balls on it that change color and you know like the little wands and stuff but you still needed you needed the camera for it Xbox is like, well, let's get rid of those and let's do like a motion tracking system where your hands can be the controller instead. Right. Hence the Kinect. Um, pros and cons with each one because the Kinect, not a lot of things, not a lot of games support it. Mm. The Move 
died almost as quickly as it was born on the P- PS3. And again, no, there's no no publishers. No publishers, were, right? So it seemed to be like Nintendo was like, yeah, we got the publishers, we got the games, but they weren't getting the third party kind of like content. You, you really yeah, want. you're not going to get Grand Theft Auto on a Nintendo Wii U or Wii, <laughs> you know, because it's it's they have such strict rules for yeah. their software licenses. Mm-hmm. So then I see the video for the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Okay, I'm not really... I prefer the NX. Um, I, I saw the video. I was kind of blown away, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, so keep going. I mean, uh, what else did you have? Like, when you watched the video, like, what was the things that well, stood it, out that you liked? Well, I mean, like, you, you, you're looking at it, it looks like a, like a standard gaming system. They're, they're playing on, on a, an HD television, and they're playing these games. And uh, one of the games they were showing, I think, was uh, Zelda, like, the new Zelda game. And you're like, okay, great. You know, now I... There's a new system with a new Zelda game, which everybody, that's what they, I kind of, one of the games that people go, well, maybe now I'll buy Nintendo because they have a new game out now for, for uh, Zelda, and everybody loves Zelda so much. Right. And then when they, they took it off and made it like a handheld device, it's like, wow, like, that's so cool. Like, you could now play it on the big screen, just pull it out, basically, and start playing as a handheld device and continue on your gaming. You know, it was like that's a that's amazing like that's that to me was like something that people have talked about for years but never came forward with and now it's happening and you're right like, like like my i said it a couple times like i wish there was a way to kind of do the i don't have a handheld device but there are some handheld games that i would like to play it would be great if there was a system that i could play on my big screen tv or some device that I could take that cartridge pop it into something and be able to play it on my big screen tv mm-hmm. now granted I don't know the graphics will be, eh, you know, or on par with the little LED screens because they're really super clear and sharp nowadays. Yeah. So I, I didn't feel like I felt like I was being left out as a consumer because it wasn't catering to something I would something that appeals to me. Right. Watching the sh- switch thing, I see them, you know, pretty much walk over to the TV, pop it out, and start walking away. I'm like, oh. And I know Nintendo. Nintendo's pretty good with their backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm like, I have questions, but we'll get to them when we get to the end. Right. So then, that, of course, then they showed it again. They were showing it where they had two controllers on the, on, on the either side for it. And you could pull those controllers out and play like a like a motion plus kind of uh, game on the little screen. Right. Like, you know, if you were camping or if you're, you know, you want to keep little Johnny happy. Yeah, they had like a, in the video, they had two guys in the backseat of a van as the van's driving, they're playing a racing game. So they have the screen, but they both have the little controllers and they're turned sideways. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's a modernized version of the Wii controllers. Yes. You know. Yes, that's exactly right. And then, of course, like they were showing like all these instances where that you could use this because yeah, when I'm the man on the go and I'm by myself playing, you know, Mario in my house, all by myself, and I look out the window and my neighbors are waving over me to come. First thing I'm doing is I'm grabbing the console, <laughs> you know, I'm sliding and doing the switch, you know, <laughs> and then walking over and show them, yeah, I w- I'm here for the party, but what I really want to do is play Mario. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm being social. <laughs> Feels like my house. Because uh-huh. <laughs> there are times the two of you are sitting there on your phones. Uh-huh. As, like the movie's playing, and I'm like, is anyone else watching this besides me? <laughs> All right, so what else did you like? The, what did you like about what you saw? I mean, like I said, it's 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 one of those type of things that like you could take this 
and make a party of it, you could go, okay, you know what? I don't have to pack up the whole console. I can just grab the Switch, take it to wherever I want to go, and then have a fun game night with a little group of people. Like, you know, they keep the kids happy, you know, kind of thing. Like, if, if I, you know, I have to deal with my niece and nephew and I'm going to their house and they don't have it, I can pull that out instead of bringing the whole thing and giving it to them to right. play and give them a couple hours of entertainment for it. Or if they have one and you have one, you could bring yours over so you can play games together because there was that like group of, because when I'm playing basketball, the, one, the first thing I want to do is when I'm done is play video game, um, play a basketball video game. Like, you know, because they had the guys who were, who were, what do you call it now, playing basketball, yeah. stop, walk over, um, based like kind of a la Battleship style mm-hmm. to two screens and all four of those guys were playing basketball and it looked like NBA 2K17. Right, yeah, because it says it here that Nintendo Switch cloud connection to other consoles uh, might be possible. So that's what they're saying. That's, that's, that's 100%. So they're showing, like, again, this is this is the other thing. Well, well, this, this is the, the flip side. Like I say, they show a beautiful presentation. They give you something you're, like, drooling over. This is, yep. like, something that you thought of, like, back oh in the God. 90s. Like in the 80s, that you were thinking, like, this would be great if they built this. And now it's here, and you're like, awesome. And then all of a sudden, Nintendo goes, well, that's a possibility. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, wait a second. There's catches. Yes. Now, before, would you have those catches? Or, like, well, like I said, I just have the list of all the, what the this uh, writer here, uh, and I'm trying to find his name. Oh, Dave. Uh, Huntington and Sam Powell. They've. Yeah, uh, from Games Radar is where yeah. I. Where I Grab the, the that's for exactly it. So they 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 basically told like everything going out. Switch release dates March twenty seventeenth, and Zelda is coming with it. So the first game, one of the yeah. first games in the in release date, is going to be the new It'll Zelda game. launch thing. I got a couple questions though, but and I looked, I skimmed through the archive, and it doesn't really say if it answers those or not. Mm-hmm. So let me ask my question. Okay. Battery life. No, it doesn't doesn't mention battery okay. life at all. Because like I said, as I said, nobody nobody has their hands on this. This is right. all based off of videos right. and information that it's Nintendo like, is releasing. Ooh, pretty. And I'm like, okay, I, I saw it, thought it was gorgeous. I'm like, wow, this is great. I saw, I saw Skyrim on the thing. Yeah. And I'm like, when did Nintendo have Skyrim? That's not that's new. Yeah. Is it going to have that kind of a of capability? And it looked like. No disc. It looks like it's still chips, mm-hmm. like cartridges of some sort. Mm-hmm. But my questions right away off the top of my head were, what's the battery life? Mm-hmm. Am I going to need a data plan for this? Because you think about it, if I'm playing a game that's going to go from my system to outside in the real world, it's got to have some sort of Wi-Fi capability just in, around the house. Right. But once you get outside of the house, let's say I'm going to be sitting on a bus for like an hour. And I want to bring my Switch with me, which one, I think right away is a crime risk, but that's besides, because it it's big enough to be noticeable. Yeah. But again, it's like, well, if I'm playing, let's say, Halo, for example, right. or a multiplayer game of some type, right. at some point in time, it's going to be out of the range of my home Wi-Fi. Right. So it's going to need to switch to some type of internet connection. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, you would need probably some sort of a data plan mm-hmm. that you would contact your data provider. Like if you, my, like for me, it'd be Verizon. Hey, Verizon, I got a switch. Well, let's let's we. I can break this down for you. I mean, break it down, Ed. I can I can do this pretty easily. I think. I mean, basically, oh, we got a we got oh, a Stacey's hand got raised. A question or? Question. Yeah. Oh my god, um, somebody just raised their hand. That's <laughs> weird. I right, go ahead. Well, it's rude to just like blatantly be like, "Hey, guys, shut up! I have a question." Or is that this rude? is what we do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, but it, it, it's not the same. Okay. She's trying to add class. <laughs> so a lot of people have mobile hotspots on their phones. Yes. Um, and a lot of most data plans these days, like if you have unlimited, the yeah. newest unlimited data plan, right. whether it's from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, yeah. comes with a mobile hotspot. Yeah. You may be able to hook it up to your mobile hotspot on your phone and do it That's, that way. That was, that, was, that was my answer, basically. <gasps> I you, got to you got you got one right. Yes, that like my I have Metro PCS, which is like a low carrier, and right. they have a mobile hotspot. Right. I can hook up. I've done it to my laptop. I've been in an, an area where there's no Wi-Fi. Right. I use my phone. Okay, uh, and I, I, I have my tablet as well. Like all right, okay, thing. good point, both of you. But the problem is though, is that your data plan allows X amount of gigabytes. Yeah. What kind of gigabytes is it going to take to run that unit off a hotspot off of your phone? I guarantee you, it ain't going to be two. Well, I mean that's the thing. I mean, you, if you're limited on your on your Wi-Fi, then you have to really think about buying the system because that's the thing. But I mean, a lot of places now have Wi-Fi hotspots. Yeah. You know, Target has one, McDonald's right, has right, it, right. Burger King has it, yeah, Starbucks. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. any store has it. Any any coffee shop has it. A lot of parks have them too. Right, parks are now coming up with this kind of stuff. So hotspots are normal now. Uh, Comcast in the last five years have been putting Comcast hotspots. Right. If right. you're a Comcast subscriber, you can use your login ID and get wi- mm-hmm. a Wi-Fi hotspot for free. So you're not using any data on your phone, but right. you can use the, the, the Comcast one right. because you have that login. So if, as long as you have that, you can log in and use your, use your Wi-Fi that way. You can actually pay for it because I did this for a little while at my apartment because I had cut the cord. You can actually pay Comcast by the month just to be able to use their hotspots. And it's like 50 bucks a month when you can you can use they give you your own login ID just like you said you're mm-hmm. just not an actual subscriber, but you can use you can subscribe to their hotspots. Right. So you can pay like that 50 bucks a month and no matter where you I mean let's be serious Comcast is fucking everywhere. It's like right. the plague. So you can just go around and just log into your shit and then be able to use that hotspot wherever you go unlimited right right Perfect. like i mean they, this is this is this unit's going to be good for cities yeah. urban like you know out in the country yeah. this is going to be horrible because if you're in the middle of of like arkansas and you're in farmland you know nearest hot spot could be <laughs> I'm, 200 I'm very miles proud you said arkansas not texas <laughs> <laughs> that was my first choice but i figured let me pick another state <laughs> they have wi-fi in the country <laughs> <laughs> yeah but some some places don't really some there are so some like it, that I don't. know in Kansas because Google is now putting these uh, uh, their balloons basically they're right. actually doing the third world but they're doing it in some of the rural areas in America mm-hmm. where it's, it's a balloon and it has a basically a unit connected right. to it that's Wi-Fi so right. they people that don't get Wi-Fi have mm-hmm. it now that it's like that's their their the part of their uh, uh, you know giving back to the world like you know in terms right. of, of money so like that could be due now as so getting back to the battery life. I mean, it's going to be like a like a cell phone. You're going to have like that kind of thing. I imagine that's the basically the unit itself, but then you hook it up to your television, the right. charging station. Yeah, I, I would so, agree with that. So too. You, when you plug it in, you're charging that up. Right. So that's going to be kind of that's to me is a little iffy, you know, kind of thing. Because if you really think about it, we've gotten smart batteries now, like where people you you cannot overcharge your phones anymore, right, right. like kind of thing. But that technology is still like you know not really like. Um, globally accepted in a way like it's not like uh, people think oh that's too expensive so i'm going to make this device cheaper 
I'm going to use right. a standard battery and it's going to burn out because it's going to have to be kept plugged in to. Look at you, Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that. So, I mean, if Nintendo's smart, they're going to give you a smart battery. Sure. And it's going to give you about eight hours of battery life for video game play, I'm imagining. It's going I to mean, it's going to have to be like. I mean, I, I would hope so because I know that the. Um, I mean, it's going to have obviously a sleep mode, but I just kind of feel like. Something of that graphic capability might require more power to generate. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like that, that's old school thinking anymore. I mean, it's, I'm old school. It's it's new wave technology where your smartphone can do graphics from like a yeah. decade ago, and I, they were pretty brilliant back then. Right. And, you know, now like we have these video game systems that can do even higher graphics abilities. But let's face it, Nintendo's still in that not in that realm. Right. You know, they have, haven't hit that realm. I mean, some of the video I've seen, they are getting close. It's it's getting a lot closer. But that's the question. Like you, that it's going to be like it's going to be that release date. Like when are you, when are we going to see this thing? Like when are, when are we going to be able to demo it? When are we going to you know be able to look at it? And that's the question that is going to be on everybody's mind until the release okay. date. We go. Well, this is what's going to happen. Well, then Ed, what do we know? What do we know? Not a whole hell lot. Basically, what we just talked about. They talked about the 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 switch, the controllers, the wave, the 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 wave plus. Um, then it's uh, basically the uh, it's going to be a cloud-based system that they're going to use with their games, which means is that you're not going to have like that chipset that the cartridge that you're putting right. in is not really going to have the game in it. It's just going to have the startup for it. Okay. So it's all the games going to be on the cloud. So you're pulling that from. Okay. I, I, you can I, oh, you want. I mean, this is this is it, buddy. No, no. I mean, I know. I'm just going. Oh, it's a cloud-based system. I mean, it's all right. And and. and I mean, I'm not really, I'm not poo-pooing the idea. I'm just like, really? Like, okay. Well, they're 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 taking they're taking a mobile device basically. I mean, they made it a home console design, right? But they're they're pretty much making it mobile. They're taking a mo- mobile phone and making it bigger with wave techno with uh, uh, motion technology. Okay. It's basically yeah, that's as, as 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 common denominator as you can make it. Uh, for someone like me, thanks, Ed. <laughs> well, not you, but <laughs> yes. Um, but that's that's the the whole idea of this. It's 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 something that we we have in our hands right now. We 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 use it every day with our cell phones. If anybody has a cell phone and does like tilt tilting car driving and stuff right. like that, that's there. I mean, that's what they're doing. That's what they're they're just taking that phone concept and putting it into the home market. They're changing the chipset so that way the chips can improve the graphics better. But they're taking all the data so that way they don't have to do discs or do a huge cartridge. That they're just taking, here's the startup, here's the game, here's the identifier, go pull it off the cloud, bring it down into the system. That's the same concept of a lot of things when you get updates from your phones. It does the same exact thing. So you're going to have that kind of technology there already. It's just they're just bring it to the home console market. That's it. All right. Now, as far as games are concerned, because this is this is this is where for me the biggest problem I have with Nintendo. I love Nintendo products. I think they are the greatest. They're in great. They're the greatest innovators of any kind of technology. But when it comes to games, they fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can. I mean, I'm sure someone out going, "Hey, I love Yoshi's Island. I love Mario I'm, Party. I'm, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you love all the Pokemon games. All the." But it's the same games over and it's over again. It's just polish. You're having like it's, what was one of those titles? Mario Party Ten or Eleven? Yeah. Or it's it's the same game, just polished up. Here's a couple. You're going to get features. a Mario Kart. You're going to get a, a, a Super Mario game. You're going to get a Zelda game. You're going to get a Yoshi's Island. Now Captain Toad, a Donkey Kong. Uh, 
nothing, nothing that people are going to go. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. You know, right. Um, you know, did you bring up the article? Because I saw like they have a I, list of all the yeah, uh, publishers. Have, there's a load of developers signed up, including Bethesda, who's bringing Skyrim to Switch, which, again, that's when that caught my eye. I think it caught everybody's eye. Right. Um, forget the woeful third party support of Wii U. It looks uh, like uh, Nintendo has brought all kinds of partners to, the, to create games for Switch. There's a collection of them in the screenshot above, uh, which includes 505 Games, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Capcom. Um, EA, uh, Konami, Sega, uh, Havoc, Unity, Warner Brothers, Ubisoft, TT Games, which does the... Um, Telltale Games? No, no, no. TT Games is uh, the Le- people who do Lego. Okay. Um, Maximum Games, Marvelous, which is Marvel's, uh, I think, uh, games of their, their video games. Yeah, I'm not Maybe. sure about that one. But not yeah. sure. All right, whatever. Uh, I, could, I could be wrong. I don't know. Um so there's a lot of Telltale Games, too. I do see there right there. Yeah. Um, WY. So, I mean, there's a lot of heavy hitters. As How about far Square as, Enix? Um, yep, Square Enix. Okay. Because the next screen down looks like they have uh, a picture of uh, Lara Croft. So you're going to get a, a Tomb Raider, like Rise of the Tomb Raider on your Switch. I'm like, all right, you know. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you, you see that list now. I mean, we're talking now. You're seeing it now. Five months. Now, five months. Now, because, I mean, November hasn't really started yet. So, you got November, December. Yeah, so it's to come out March, March 2017. So, you got within five months, because I imagine it's not going to be an early March release. It's going to be a later March probably, release. Probably, yeah. Probably. Because they're probably going to work out every bug and kink they have to with to the last minute on this thing. I mean, they showed a beautiful, you know, because I'm, like, looking at the video, and I'm like, that's not really, like, that's kind of like a superimposed image on right. a, an HD television or, or on that screen. It's not really playing those games. They're just, like... They're going through the actions of, of playing it. When, and there's nothing there. Right. It's just a, a TV with a, a green paint over on the front of it so we can, you know. Imagine. Yeah. We can pretend, pretend like you're having fun. Pretend you're slaying a dragon. Right. Pretend you're playing basketball and smile when you do it. And then we'll fix it in post. Right. <laughs> we'll clean up in post. Yeah. All right. So what else do we know? Um, Let's see here. Like I said, the 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 handheld game, the the handheld part of it's it, the Switch, um, and then like I said, the the titles. It's okay. We got uh, according to a tweet, Doctor Serkin uh, Toto. If I butchered the name, I apologize. Like he listens, uh, <laughs> game industry consultant in Japan said Smash Brothers is planned to be a Nintendo Switch launch game. If All this right. is true, it's unknown to Toto's own admission. Uh, several games by Nen, uh, Bandai Namco is also in the mix. Uh, they say, say they're not getting a specific on titles. They're not telling us what we're getting. Right. So, you, you know, like the Skyrim one, it's we get, we're getting by ne- by, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, which is which just stands it. a fair chance. It's not saying that it's, ex- it's going to be, but it's rumored that that's going to be there. Yeah. See, again, it's like, okay, well, Bethesda, and right away you think Bethesda, you think um, Skyrim, you think Fallout, you think Mass Effect, you know. Those are three heavy games, but that's just because Bethesda's name attached to it. They might do Skyrim, but it might be because they just finished high defing up the new Skyrim. So it could be, yeah, well, sure, we'll do the Skyrim. We'll do the Nintendo Switch Skyrim one. Sure, here you go. But as far as the next game, like the next Mass Effect that's coming out, it's not going to be a, might a, not a, be a on there. Switch one. Yeah, right, like... because they're already in production for the four and the Xbox One. So you might get the next Mass Effect like three years after the new one that comes out. Mm-hmm. 
I, I doubt you're going to get Titanfall 2 on any, any of the current generation stuff that's out now. You're probably not going to get with the Switch unless it's a remastered of a re- remake. Yeah. You know, or you get an old. You're going to get an older uh, console. You're probably going to get maybe like Arkham City and <coughs> Arkham uh, right. Asylum. Arkham. Back, you know those two. You yeah, know. you'll get Return to Arkham, and yeah. maybe maybe you'll get Arkham Knight. You yeah. know, like as, as as a three pack game, right? Because they've already did all the work here. We just all you got to do is just change the, the programming slightly, mm-hmm. slightly, because let's face it, they're all the same zeros and ones, just reproduced in different ways. Yeah, and you go here, you go. But after that, they go, okay, well, this is the next game we want to make. And Nintendo, how strict they are, going, no, we can't have that in our system. What do you mean? There's going to be the word fuck? You can't have the word fuck next to Mario? Right. That's wrong. Like, you know, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto and Mario. You're kidding. Imagine what he would do to Princess Peach. You know? <laughs> Bowser, sure, we could buy that. But Mario, no. He's our, he is our Mickey Mouse. Yeah. You know, so... I find it hard to, I do find it a little hard to believe that a lot of the mature rated content games are still going to make their way to the, the system. Because so far, I'm looking at the list of games. I mean, Telltale Games, sure, they make uh, The Walking Dead Season 1 and Season 2, but I don't know if, if, the, if they're going to make Walking it. Not Walking Dead. I, I can tell you now, Walking Dead is not going to be on the Switch. You know, I don't, like, I don't know how much mature content is going to be. Like, There's going to be like one, and it's going to, I'm going to tell you now, if you get a mature content game on the Switch, it's going to be dumbed down so far that it's just going to be bad. It's just going to be, like, I remember when they brought Street Fighter to the Nintendo, and it was like no blood. It was all, you know, that yep. and, and uh, um, uh, the other. Mortal uh, Kombat. Mortal Kombat, thank you. Mortal, the other fighting game, uh, Mortal Kombat, they, they took all the blood out. Yeah, you, know? and you, that, ha- yeah you had to wait until you unlock certain things before you could do that. Right. And that's that's the whole idea. That's what that's what they're going to pretty much demand from their uh, third party uh, publishers is is like, can you take the blood out? Can you take the gore out? Because and they're like, well, that's the whole point of the game. That's why people buy these right. games. It's not because of the 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 fun they go through. If they want to see the splattering they, yeah, of blood, like, are they? What do you mean, Mortal Kombat won't be on Nintendo Switch? <laughs> like, you know, like, huh? Injustice too? Why not? Well, because we don't like Pat. Superman punching Supergirl. You know, it's like, but yet you'll have a half-naked Asian woman with big tits and big eyes try to dick-tease a, the player on Akiba Strip or or the Hitomi song and dance one. That's different. That's our culture. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, but that's a Nintendo. It's uh, um, a corpse party. Uh-huh. It is? The sensei, like any of the Japanese anime games that they make. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, I mean, they're not like they're not like. What the, what the fuck is this problem? I it, I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> because it's it's suggestive. It's not it's like you're not going to have. She'll be dancing around half naked with with huge boobs, but she won't kill anybody. Well, that, or she won't have sex with someone. That's the thing. Like I remember, it was uh, another one of the other big, big fighting games that they had in Japan. I can't remember the name of it, but it's one of the big ones that they have. And I can't think of that. I think it's Final Fight or something like that. And it's like you can have them naked. And I remember the the programmer, the developer who wrote these games. He goes, "Yeah, we put that in there, but you should be ashamed if you if you right. look for that." And I'm like, "Well, that's the whole reason why you buy the game." You games. just told me something that no one should, should go look for, and, and I'm gonna look for it. Now yeah, because... so I can say I found it. And be like, "Hey, look at me, everybody." You know. <laughs> I, I, another problem I have too is I 
I don't know if with that kind of a chipset type of idea with the system, that means it won't be the first Nintendo console that's not backwards compatible. True. Very true. I mean, true. it's almost like, like saying, I mean, okay, well, granted, I mean, you can say that, well, the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo and the, you know, those, everything up to the Wii U. But, I mean, I mean, the well, Wii U is backwards compatible with the Wii and was able to use all the the peripherals for that. Right. Now, with the the Switch, it's like, well, I mean, I can't play, you know, it, there's, it doesn't look like there's a disk drive anywhere on that thing. Well, that's the thing. You're, you're probably going to end up buying them again. Like, that's the right. thing. It's, like I said, it's all cloud-based systems. So they're probably like digital downloads. Right, it's exactly, that you can you can do, and you can have, like, it's probably going to have an external drive, and probably there's going to be, a like, a, a, an SD card slot if you, you know, right. because I know a lot of them had that for a long time. With that. I, I would like to see them think, like, okay, like, I buy a game. And let's say let's say it's Smash Brothers Brawl, which was a, a Wii game, mm. and I have a Wii U, and I can play it on the Wii U. And then when the Switch comes out, they sh- they should be able to go, okay, well you need to prove to us that you have Super Smash Brothers Brawl, and then we'll give you that download for free. Like there, I wish there was some way, like maybe with a barcode. I, I don't know. Like I kind of feel you hippie, you <laughs> you. You know, I mean, it's like it's like business. I mean, they want to make money off you. If they make you buy the game again, they're going to do that. You buy the yeah, game again anyway because right. you'll return it two months later and go, you know what? I didn't finish that game. Or, you know what? I don't know if I really gave it the the uh, Sean try I should have. <laughs> I think I should rebuy it, play it again just to see if, you know, it was still crap. And then, right, yeah, <laughs> that, that's true. Like Nintendo's going, dude, you're about to buy Star Wars 3D and you already own it because it has bonus stuff guess what this new tomb raider that you've played three times before better pixels <laughs> or it's going to have an extra level that just we just created just for the switch users and you're like shit, shit. oh right <laughs> and nintendo goes we got another one <laughs> we got another one and sucker here's your money and, but it looks like it's not going to have any compatibility with the 3DS either because when I saw them put that chip in, I thought it was going to be like a, a 3DS chip well, of the, some sort. The only, the only thing I could think of is maybe they'll put like a extender piece on there so you could put a, a 3DS game in there. You know, but there is no 3D technology on this either. No, that, that's also true, but people have 3D TVs. True. That you, can, you don't need to have a 3D Blu-ray. Or yeah, but as soon as you take the Switch out, you don't have 3D anymore. Okay. All right. I'm that's d- a, just no, saying. That's a good point. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but you don't need the 3DS games. You don't need to play right, them. Right, because they, they, have, they have a 2D. They have a 3D 2DS. The 3D game, 3DS system is just basically, hey, look, here's a, uh, a slider that you slide up on the side. Yeah. And it turns the screen. It does a little thingy with the screen. Uh, yeah, you don't need it because they have the 2DS so that all the 3DS games will play in 2D. So I'm okay with that. I don't need 3D on my 3DS. Mm. You know, <laughs> in fact, sometimes it actually looks better when it's not in 3D. Yeah, because it gives you the vibrant colors that it's supposed to have. Right. So as long as there's, there's an adapter, and I could take like, hey, look, here's Pokemon uh, Sun or Pokemon Moon, and I could put it in my my Switch and be able to play it at home rather than walk around with this. You know, look at me, I'm getting Pokemon. You know, like I'd, I'd rather. <laughs> You are you're just you're just so fucking complicated. It just it I'm just it boggles my mind. It drains the energy I, out of me. I feel welcome really, to my life. I feel not because he sits there on his phone playing Moji of Blitz and uh-huh. he goes, I really don't have time to play uh-huh. a handheld game. And I'm like, You just fucking did. Uh-huh. Because I'm here at my phone. It's my it's my phone. It's different. It's not a it's 
It's how's it different? Because it doesn't look like a 3DS. It looks like a phone. So he could be doing anything on that phone. He could be texting someone. He could be scrolling his Facebook. He could do anything. But it's on a phone. So it's completely normal as long as it's on a phone. But if he has this little 3DS, maybe it's pink. Who knows? That flips open. That's completely different. No, 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 no. I can actually explain it a lot better. Okay. I'm a gamer. Yeah. So if I buy a video game, I'm willing to dedicate eight to ten hours a day to a video game. Yeah. Emoji Blitz is five lives. Once those lives are done, I got to put the phone away and wait till my lives to recharge. Yeah. There is, there are moments. What? What? She's laughing. Yeah. There are moments where I'm forced to stop playing. Yeah. If okay. you don't give me that forced, the that motion, like if I'm playing a, ga- a video game on a 3DS, I'm going to keep playing that game for as long as I possibly can. Yeah. But I'm also in a living room with a 47-inch TV. Yeah. Like, while she's playing Batman, like, again, that's one of the reasons why I'm thinking about getting a 3DS is because when she's playing Batman, I really have no interest in playing Batman. I got it for her. She's enjoying it. I want something to do. I'll play Emoji Blitz or I'll play the the card takeover. Yeah. So maybe a 3DS would work because I'll be able to dedicate because where I'll put two hours of Mafia 3 time in here... She'll drop five to six hours on Batman, and I got to sit there and watch. I do not. Um, okay, would you like? Did you care to wager that Friday? Yeah, Friday. That's fine. Friday. Let's wager that. When's the last time I played five to six hours of any video game while you were in the house with me? Go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Go Ooh, ahead. Okay. Right. Walk right. away. Fucking walk away. <laughs> the look on her face. <laughs> fucking walk away. Don't answer that question. It's a trap. It's a big, big trap because you think it's you think it's now she'll be okay fine and she won't say a word but that car ride home is going to be awkward <laughs> i'll say the word now i don't care no no there we were we were playing i was playing mafia mm-hmm. i stopped you were mm-hmm. like okay i want to play batman mm-hmm. um i it was the it was friday i think i played till like okay. three o'clock okay okay you were playing batman mm-hmm. from three until i left for the gym which was almost nine o'clock at night was i yeah are you sure yeah. Positive. I mean, I'm pretty positive. <laughs> he's got his ears good. He's waiting for I'm waiting, waiting for the explosion. <laughs> no. No? No. In that time, did I go downstairs and cook you dinner? <laughs> you cooked us dinner. Uh, okay, but in that time, did I stop playing and go downstairs and do something productive? Um, I think you handed me the controller. In that time. Okay. So she yeah. walked away yeah, and okay. cooked dinner. All right. Is yeah, what she's saying. You, you did. Right. You can, so you can, you can, not. you can spin in any way yeah. you like, but she stopped playing the yeah, game. Okay. She didn't go five, six hours. She okay. stopped and she went downstairs, okay. cooked you dinner. All right. Because it's always cook you dinner. It's not cook us dinner. <laughs> right, right. Because now all of a sudden now it's, it's me against you. <laughs> you lose because I cooked you dinner. I did something for you. I had to stop playing my game so that way I could cook for my man and cook him a hot meal before he goes to the gym and works it off. <laughs> it's legit. All right. Insert Ed. All right. Okay. Just saying. <clears throat> All you right. lose, sir. All right. You get nothing. Good day. Well, we're playing. You see me like lean over and something down go I'm ahead gonna, i'm gonna write it down take a picture i don't give a fuck <laughs> <laughs> ed are you are you are you laughing because i said it in my face you know where that's from okay now you know why she wants diva lashes <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you'll be like you like when she sees those things <laughs> flapping away you'd be like you know what she's got me 
right, so you got <laughs> even lashes are telling me. Got anything else on the Nintendo Switch, Eric? Oh, no, that was pretty much it. Like I said, it's all vague detail. That's all I'm going to say to you. You guys can look it up all you want. They're not going to give us much information. They're going to release articles. We will provide those articles when time comes, uh, when we see them, and we'll definitely bring them to Nerd News for you. But as of right now, that's it. March 17th. It looks phenomenal. It could be a game changer. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> but uh, it could be a game changer in terms of video games and how we play games, or it could be a dud. Right. You know, and I'm 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 You're on the fence. I'm on the fence. A- I'm like I it could go either direction. It really could. It, it could be something that people are going to buy and get into. Like when we came out, people that never play games bought a Wii. Right, yeah, you know? my parents had a Wii. Right, my Because it was the, it, they, they sold it as, a, hey, look, the older generation can use it as a workout because the low impact of, of swinging and moving and... Somebody I know lives in a 55-plus community. They have a community house. They bought a Wii because they were ball, virtual bowling right. and doing other games and playing because they were getting people, old people up active to do right. these games. So it was like a great seller and it worked. Let's see it. But then after then the Wii U came, it was like, no, no, sit down. And you can look at this little screen as well because it's kind of like the 3DS where two screens. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's bigger. and But yet there's no games for it. Right. Nothing. Thanks, Nintendo. And now they were like, no, no, now here's the next one. It's called the Switch because we want you to switch around and not and like us again. <laughs> <laughs> switch back to liking us. <laughs> Remember when we had Nintendo, we had Super Mario? <laughs> How about Le- Legend of Zelda? It's going to be a launch title. Oh, oh, that's what you said about the Wii U, too. And all we got were high-def remakes. <laughs> um, um, well, that's because we were so busy working on the next thing. We were switching it from the Wii U to the Switch. Ooh. Ah, that's why it took so long for the new Link game. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then back to the world of regular geek news. Anything else? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot, actually. Well, not a lot, right, but well, uh, a lot of things that I found interesting, so I'm going to share with you. Okay, share with us. Uh, let's start with uh, RDJ. Um, he's played a lot of great characters, uh, you yeah. know, especially recently in, in movies. But uh, Sherlock Holmes. He's played yeah. two twice. He's played in uh, Sherlock Holmes. and uh, He played it twice. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes one and two. Yeah. Oh, and two. <laughs> uh, well, they're talking about Sherlock Holmes 3. Okay. And uh, basically, they were they're 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 moving forward with this. This is something that they want to do. They definitely want to do a, uh, a a third movie of it. And uh, one of the things we've learned was the fact is, is that first they uh, got Mission Impossible: Rogue Nations described. It was Drew Pence or Pierce, sorry, uh, it, it was working on it. And then in April, they moved it to James Cone, uh, hired to write the script. Now, Variety is reporting that Robert Downey Jr. and Warner Brothers have assembled a writer's room, basically, a group of people to actually write the script to move it forward. Uh, um, I don't know how I feel about that. You don't know how you feel about that? Why not? Well, because when you have a writer, you can have a writer have a cohesive thought and have a cohesive story where the beginning, middle, and end act. Mm-hmm. When you have a, a room of writers, you get to lose plots because... Someone will write something, and then it'll be like, well, this, and it just falls off. How many times, like, um, in movies where you've seen a plot go by, and then something happens, and you go, well, what happened to that? Right. Well, that's because there was more than one writer. Someone didn't like that idea, so we just kind of wrote it out and hoped that everyone would forget about that part. Yes. You know, especially when you already start filming. 
Well, here's the team of writers that we have. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy, Nicole uh, Perlman. Okay. Uh, Baywatch's Justin Mallon is going to be part of it. That's probably Baywatch the movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, Rogue One's uh, Gary Witta. Uh, Tomb Raider's uh, Genevieve Drought-Robertson. I hope okay. I, hope I, and Snowden's uh, Kieran Fitzgerald. Are okay. The, are the, are the group, of course, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Are the, are the ones, the writing team. <laughs> make us by, by Robert Downey Jr. part of the writing team. He just sits in an office and goes, all right, puts his fingers up in like a little mock screen and go. <laughs> uh, no, I don't like that idea. How about if we do this instead? Okay, that's, that's a good idea. Our DJ, all right, right. You know, so he might take a lot of the ideas that are coming in from the writers and, and try to help be the cohesive gel that keeps all these people on point. Right, right. But as far as, I mean, I, I like, Batman v Superman had a couple plot holes in it that just went nowhere. Suicide Squad, again, certain plot well, holes. Well, you know, you know. Even Marvel movies Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me back that up a little bit. Okay. Because I do want to say something about this that, I mean, I know Batman v Superman got a lot of rap, and especially for me. I'm not going to be like, like a, everybody else was crazy. That was a great <laughs> movie. No, no, no. I was, I was a naysayer as well. But when you watch the extended cut, it flowed perfectly, I, it, and then it, like they should have not cut that movie. Is what they should have I, done. I agree. There are certain there are certain spots, but I'm just saying, like when you watch, you and I are are some of the very few people who will go beyond and watch the the the, the, the extended cut. Right, right. Like supposedly in a couple weeks, the Suicide Squad extended cuts coming out. We're supposed to have a shit ton more Joker for good or for bad, but there are still a couple of, you know, see how that fixes out the plot. I was like, for example. They get Amanda Waller's character on a helicopter, and yet she goes, instead of taking off in the opposite direction, she goes through the city between streets, shooting off flare stuff. It's like, well, what, what, were you getting shot at already? Like, Well, no, the, the reason why they do that, they do that's a military thing. When they, they shoot at the flares, it's to evade uh, people okay. from aiming up and shooting the helicopter. Okay. So when those fluttering oh, lights, boom, 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 boom. You know, they, they, they can get away because you can't line up a shot properly with a okay. rocket launcher or, or, or a heavy gun. Oh, thank you, Ed, yes. for that. But again, why'd they go through the chench of the city and just not up into the sky? That's that's, <laughs> that's the big bottle. I mean, the 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 uh, way they did it was sound, but the way of they should have gone around. You know, it's, right? Was the, like, yes, that was a problem. Uh, but I mean, like though, I think though, uh, I didn't really enjoy. Uh, 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 Suicide Squad, but it was a solid movie. I know you told me you that. Know, so I'm not, you know, but anyway, that's my opinion. All right. And I'm sticking to it. All right, sure. <laughs> uh, so what else? So what else you got the news? Uh, Indiana Jones 5. You want to talk about that? Let's search for more money. <laughs> Indiana Jones once again. I'm an old man, even older still. What am I doing here? <laughs> it's a paycheck, a paycheck, a paycheck that I can cash. <laughs> well, there's going to be one difference in this new movie. It's a prequel. No. No. <laughs> he's, he's sitting in a rocking chair, and he's telling a story about his last adventure, and it's going to have a young Indiana Jones in it. No. Oh. No, the, the, difference? the difference is the fact is, is that George Lucas is not going to be involved in this project. <laughs> I, this comes from the writer, David Coop, K-O-E-P-P. So I don't know if I pronounced okay. that correctly. But uh, it says, to my knowledge, I have no contact with George Lucas. 
Uh, there's been no talk of George the whole time. They've had the meetings that we've been involved with. So, because <laughs> he got his four billion dollars, you know, from Disney and went, "Fuck you all, I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't have to worry about any. You, you didn't like my prequels. You didn't like my my crystal, crystal skulls. skulls. Fuck all he is. I'm just throwing my money in a big room and I'm rolling around in it like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> just he donated that to charity, by the way. Sure, he did. Uh, he says he did. Did you see that? Did you see him write the check? <laughs> let's, just, let's, uh, put this, let's put it this way We as, as Star Wars geeks Bought into it No matter what it was sure. We bought into it We, we, we paid our money We bought our, we bought our DVDs Over and over and over I again I agree <laughs> Anything that was Star Wars related We got it No arguments Toys, yes. Legos, yes. video games So on Yes. So George is like Four billion? That's a drop in a bucket That's nothing He probably like Write me a check for 20 bars. I need <laughs> gas money to leave. Like, you know, validate my parking. And <laughs> and I don't have to worry about shit ever again. I don't got people bitching about me. I mean, let's... If his idea was the crystal skull aspect, which no one seemed to really... I was okay with it. I mean, it wasn't the greatest of all the Indiana Jones movies. The only problem I had with Indiana Jones 4 was the fact is, is that... In a nuclear explosion, he could jump in a refrigerator and survive. Uh, a lead line refrigerator, and not and be able to. Everyone has a problem with that one. Yeah. You know, it was Spielberg even was trying to make it to the new jump the shark thing, which like nuke the fridge, and it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like, so I can understand like them not having Disney going. Well, we got we got Indiana Jones. Let's see if we can correct the mistake of the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Like they tried to correct the mistake of episodes one, two, and three. Like, it seems to be like going, well, we lost a fan base because of this. Let's see if we can bring that fan base back. So let's not have Lucas have anything to do with this one because he's an old man and we, we paid him off. Like, you know, <laughs> we paid him off. what he did with the money doesn't matter. Right. What matters is it's owned by the fucking mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so the mouse says, you relaunch it, we relaunch it. If not... There's hell to pay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now that you think about that. <laughs> oh. Well, Calissa Flockhart on Supergirl, which is a DC product. All right. And Indiana Jones and Star Wars is kind of like a Disney Marvel product. In a way. I mean, okay. loosely. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's their household dynamic like, you know, DC versus Marvel? <laughs> I saw one. How much you get paid, babe? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, like yeah. I said, that one of my favorite jokes was Calista Flockhart, you know, on Supergirl, bitching about Harrison Ford calling her all the time, and she goes, "You tell Harrison Ford I don't date married men." <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's cute," you know. But I mean, yeah. I'm sure there, there's like, what are you doing this week? Oh, I got to fly out to Vancouver, and I got to bitch at Supergirl. What are you doing? I got to shoot stormtroopers again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Good times, huh, babe? Yeah, good times. How much we get? Um, sure, let's buy another house. <laughs> there was that cute uh, house in the <coughs> islands where you could buy the island too with all the people. That's a good idea, babe. Let's go, let's, let's go. Let's go find out. Let's go write a check. Or, hey, babe, how's things? Like, Cliss is just you know reading the newspaper one day on the sofa, and all of a sudden he comes strolling in in his boxers and he's got the hat and the whip on. He's going, dan, 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 dan. and she's like. Indiana Jones 5? Yup. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with this. I was like, oh, God, no, please don't do this. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> eh, a little mind wave is better. But anyway. <laughs> what are you playing? <laughs> my chair was on my wire in my headphones. I thought I stood up. Is that the hip wave saying your dick? No. <laughs> That's a free. I got signed on you make an Indiana Indiana Jones vibe? Yes, I am. What's it called? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> How many more of these are you going to do? Apparently, according to them, as many as I want. <laughs> and then after I go, no more. <laughs> oh, do you need another one? I got nothing to do this month. <laughs> <laughs> you want to remodel the house, don't you? Yeah. That's Indiana Jones money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a house. That's two houses <laughs> and a car. I didn't say she wasn't, you know, she was redecorating the house and diamond crusted everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know how hard it is to polish a diamond diamond crystal floor? Puff. <laughs> she does. You know, she uses her Supergirl money to pay for the housework on the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yay, Indiana Jones 5 coming to a theater near you yeah. without Lucas, but I'm sure it'll have that LucasArts opening. <laughs> so it, will hit, it will apparently hit uh, theaters July 19th, 2019, which we're looking at for the... Release okay. date for this movie. All right. Well, we'll be there. All right. <laughs> we'll be All there. Right. Sure will. All right. What else you got there in the news, Ed? Uh, this one you brought to uh, the Facebook page. I thought I'd bring it up to their news. Uh, Incredibles 2 hitting theaters a er- year earlier. I'm way happier than that than Toy Story 4. What are you? Wait. What's, what's wrong with Toy Story 4? I mean, nothing's wrong with it. You had three prior. Uh, it's time for an Incredibles sequel. True. I would rather see Incredibles 2 than... Toy Story 4, because I thought everything was kind of said with Toy Story 3. Like, at the end, kids got given to another kid to kind of look how the whole world begins anew. Incredibles 2 left some unanswered questions. See, that's why you don't work for Disney. Why? Because Disney knows when to make money. (laughs) They do. I mean, they they really (laughs) do. Three, because that was the thing. Everybody thought three was it. It's a trilogy. It's done. It's over with. So everybody just went rushing to it. Like, how is it going to end? Like, how are we going to see this right. final moment? And then you saw that sad moment that everybody cried at. And then it was like, oh, no, happy. And everything moved on. And you're like, oh, everything's right in the world of Toy Story. And they go, well, we made so much fucking money off of this. We, c- we could make a uh, shitty look, Toy Story get- 4 and people would still buy it. Let's make it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I understand the concept of making Toy Story 4. I do. But, but don't, forget, out, don't look- forget. Disney is a money machine in all aspects. Sure, it shits money. It, it's it's one of those type of on things. On its worst holiday, it brings in a shit ton of movies. But the, but the thing is, is that you have to look at it. It's not just a movie. It's now a park attraction. Sure. It's now a TV event. It's now this. Right. It's now that. It's something that Disney thinks about across the board in every media right. possible. What are, where are we going to do with Toy Story? Can we keep it relevant? Because there are rides that are closing. There, there, there are rides that you guys have no idea ever existed because the movie went and gone and is gone, <laughs> faded away into obscurity. Right. And people are going, who, who's Snow White? You know, and like, I, right. you know, most people do. Like, I'm not saying sure, you know, but, but the, it's the, how- a lot of little kids are going, Snow White, what's that? You know, yeah. and then they right. close the ride because 
their, their ridership's down on that, and that's a property real estate piece right, that they know. need to make something else. So they're going to make it Toy Story, or they're going to make it right. I mean, know, I, Guardians I, of the Galaxy, or I, I get all that. I'm just saying, as a fan of the Toy Story series, I'm okay waiting a couple more years for a sequel to that one. I if, if I had to choose between the two of them, I'll pick Incredibles over Toy Story almost any day of the week. Right. You know, so for me personally, I'm like, I want to see Incredibles 2 way more than I want to see it Toy Story 4. Yeah, that but does... I, I want to see it now. I think, we've, I think we've waited too long for Incredibles 2 sequel to come out. I agree, but look how many people, look how long people waited for Finding Dory, and it still made a shit ton of money. In fact, it probably made more money if it did, like if it came out three years ago or, you know, two years after the original. I, I imagine Pixar's got this big, huge wheel they just spin. <laughs> throw a dart, and they go, all right, it's uh, it's going to be a Finding Nemo one. All right, we did Finding Nemo, Finding, 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 Finding Dory. Well, I mean, that's... Make I, it. And I, they, I, I think know, Ellen then, DeGeneres had a more of a stay in the title. She's bitching about a sequel. She's calling it Finding Dory. Eh, sounds good. You know, <laughs> oh, Toy Story. No, well, we've done three of them already. And what's another one? Go ahead, put that in there. We're gonna put in this date, blah blah blah. <laughs> all right, submit that to all the press, leak it out. Go, oops, <laughs> oh, we didn't want you to know right now. It was our little secret. Shh, you know. And everybody's like, oh my god, oh my god, Toy Story again. Ah, I'm buying it. Uh, okay, that's the way it works. Uh, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there's a you know people and uh, I agree. That there's probably a master plan, like a, like there's you walk into this room and it's dark. Because that's how that's how fucking planes, fire and rescue was made. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> oh, planes again? Can we can we respin that? No, that's it. One spin, that's all you get. <laughs> you 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 used your free spin back when we were gonna make the Mater story. <laughs> 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 Damn. <laughs> now look at that guy. He's doing stomach ulcer medicine. Well, they had a directed DVD with Mater's Tall Tales. Really? They, they still made one. They were just... It just it wasn't the AAA the title they wanted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that they turned out. It was a pretty funny... It's a pretty funny uh, cartoon to go see. But I'm like, Planes, Fire and Rescue made the theater? What did they have on Pixar? They go, you got to release this movie. You know? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It was the mouse. <laughs> Everything goes back to the mouse. All right, uh, so, yeah, so they got pushed. They got changed their dates, basically. So we're going to see uh, Toy Story 4 in 2019. And June 15, 2018, we're going to see Incredibles 2. Thank God. All right. Good. I'm glad. Yes. Okay. You got one more article in there? You want one we'll more? Save, we'll save a couple more articles for bonus material. Or do you have another one? Or you I want... have several. I'm just okay. trying to find the, the right one to end on. Look at the wrong one. We're not known for our perfectness. There's sometimes it's good to just go. All right, this oh, one. boy. This one. Oh, boy. It's, 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 it's a short one. I think this will, this will because we you know we don't have a lot of time. You know, we don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Um, uh, basically, a, a returning guest star is returning to Flash for season three. Uh, a famous. Uh, famous Yeah. Person? Well, they call them the best guest star. But he's probably the most famous uh, guest star returning for season three uh, for Flash. Of all the villains that were in Flash, I know you don't really watch it regularly. You watch it when it's like a one-on-one. Like I can, some. yeah. Um, 
But one, this one you knew about, and you probably watched the episode when it came out. You did watch the episode because we talked about it. Um, it's going to be Mark Hamill. Oh, Trickster yeah. Trickster is returning for season three. Yes. Because I always wonder what happened to him because they never really... Yeah, they, he just kind of disappeared. Disappeared, right. I mean, because he, he went to a galaxy far, far away for a little bit. And yeah. Now, you know, he's yeah, back. so they fa- apparently they found him on the set. Uh, so he's going to be later this season. They're going to have him. He's, he's dressed up in the trickster outfit. They said it kind of looked more like the. What, I was right? going to say, go ahead. You were going to say it, but I was like, you see the, the photo? Yeah, it looks kind of like the like a Joker esque kind of yeah. outfit that you know. So people are going, maybe he's going to be the Joker. No, he's, he's the not. best Joker of them all. He's a fucking idiot. He's on Flash. He's called the Trickster, where the voice of the Joker got birthed from. Yes. You know. So I mean, it's it's to hear to see the look. The look is a lot darker. Yeah, like he's got like the dark, like raccoony kind of eyes looking. He looks pretty evil. I'm gonna say right. he looks great. And I'm like, when that episode comes on, I'll be there. I'll watch it because I love, I, I well, it's Mark Hamill, and I love this trickster. And it's also you get to, again, see where the voice of the Joker for the Batman animated series got its start. Start. Yeah. So. I'm really like interested in it. So he looks great. Yeah. So I mean, I can't wait. I'll be there, Ed. I'll be there as well. Will you be there, Stacey? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> if I have to. I guess if you have control of the TV for that hour. So it doesn't fear with Steve Wilkos. <laughs> I haven't watched Steve Wilkos, Jerry Springer, or Mari in like a week. Because I've been 13 nights of Halloween. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you have it, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> and on that note, I'd like to say goodnight. Uh, thanks for listening. You can listen to Geeksters live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and that's pretty much that's it. That's it. Just search <laughs> Radio on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And eventually... If you want to catch the show like thing, eventually our website will be back up, and you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes to listen to the show. Um, or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geekster, uh, Geeksters, and the show will be there for you. Uh, I'm going to say, too, if you're listening to this in podcast form, guess what? We're up. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you'll know. <laughs> Um, but also, if you're a Roku user, you can go to the Blueberry channel, download it for free. Spell that out. B-L-U-E-B-E-R-R-Y. I don't think there's, I think it's... Oh, no, I'm sorry, you're right, there is no E, so it's B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y. No, there's no E, so it's B-R-R-Y, I thought. All right. We're going to check when we get back, because I'm pretty sure that it was spelled differently. Okay. All right. If you say so. I look, I just remember no, I remember it being... Like I half read stuff, so you can't really count on me, you know, for that kind of stuff. So she's wrong, right? You know, it could be that, could be no vowels. But anyway, anyway, as we were saying, <laughs> easy right now, Google it. I think. So that's on that note. If you want to contact Sean and anything we talked about, or just want to say hello, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S H A W N. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks. That's E D. <laughs> and that's on that it. note we'll see you next week Bye. and we're back folks welcome back everybody so as uh you heard on the episode stacy's playing this new game for her app called uh what's it called baby kill shot right. <laughs> <laughs> um so while we were doing part one i think it was the end of part one 
she's been playing it the whole the whole time, and all of a sudden I just see her head go back like, oh, she was so <laughs> mad. It just made me laugh. I had to hold it in until like, because it was one of those like I could see she's she's really intense. You know, for those people who don't know, I mean, I know we talk about her a lot on the show, and she's also expressed her 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 diva eyelashes, and she's very Disney princess. You know, uh-huh. like she's. Rain, sunshine, rainbows, and glitter, twenty four seven. Yeah. So to see her be like, "Oh, bam! Look at that! Right in the face!" You know, to be so into a game <laughs> where you just gotta, you know, she tries so hard to make every shot a headshot. Keep keep both hands above the table. <laughs> I was adjusting my balls. <laughs> so yeah, to see her be like, "Oh, headshot! Yeah." I'm like, ooh. <laughs> She's like, I've never seen her on a phone app. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. She'll talk smack like a sailor when she's playing Batman, you know. Right. But to see, like, she could go from, like, oh, Disney princess, Brielle, Belle, yeah, yeah. Oh, I shot that motherfucker right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, folks, uh, Ed has another news article that he wants to bring to the show. Well, actually, I have two. One's a quick oh, okay. one, and one's a little bit longer, but uh, I'm going to go through the quick one real first. Uh, apparently, they found somebody who to play uh, Lando in the uh, That's right. the Han Solo uh, solo movie. The Han Solo solo movie? Han Solo solo <laughs> movie, yes. Uh, it's going to be uh, Donald Glover. Right, or as um, Stacy knows her, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Yes, because okay, he's he's actually all right. She's trying to talk, but not on mic. So I'll try to interpret what she's saying. Okay. Um, for those people who are fans of Community, they know who uh, Donald Glover is. Yeah. Uh, he also at one point there were people who were hoping for him to be Miles Morales in the Ultimate Spider-Man movies. Remember, they were right. trying to get him to be the actor. Instead, he winds up being the voice on the Ultimate Spider-Man. TV show, yeah. So it's kind of close, <clears throat> but to her, uh, she's never really seen his acting skills. You know, and he's also going to be—he's also on a TV show called Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So when we first saw the when we first saw the commercial, she was like, "Oh, it's Childish Gambino," and I'm like, "What are you talking about? That guy right there?" I'm like, it's "Donald Glover." Like, what the? F- <laughs> like, you're—that's not even close. I mean, and usually. Most of the time, I've seen more stuff than she has, right. so it becomes a game of who was that guy in that thing, and I would know that. Yes. So when she comes out with really adamant about that's childish Gambino, I'm like, no, it's not. It's Donald Glover. And all of a sudden, you see two people just quick grab their phone and you know, <laughs> like I go to IMDb, and I'm like, look here, it's and we both kind of turn at the same time. And I'm like, look, this is Donald Glover, and she's like, look, this is childish Gambino, and I was like. It's the same guy. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't know he had this alter ego musician part, right. but she didn't know he had this actor <laughs> alter ego. And I, I, in all fairness, let's talk about his music. It's not bad. It's okay. kind of like a techno rappy kind of thing. Right. It's not, it's not like, it's enjoyable. Yeah. I would say kind of shoulders up in the air, hands up. Like, eh? Yeah. 
You know, it wasn't horrible. I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is crap. Like, you know how some actors go to music and they can't do it? Right. So I always, I, in, my, in my head, since I know him as an actor first, I'm assuming he was an actor before he became a musician. For all I know, he could have been a musician that turned into an actor because right. most musicians can are pretty good at being actors. Ice-T, Ice-Cube, Lady Gaga's awesome. Right. You know, Bowie is great. Like, well, the, uh, I even mean, Mick Jagger was over the top good in uh, the, that Free movie. Jack. Free Jack. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, like... When you, you when you see a musician and they're they're developed in their skill and you know and not just playing music but doing live performances I mean it's acting in a way I mean you're yeah. you're, you're doing a show because it's not just playing a song like I can play songs all day long right you I'm know sit there and but if nothing. I'm just sitting there on my chair playing you know on my instrument and just you know playing away it's not that appealing you know right the people that are music lovers would go you know I, I appreciate your music. But I want a little showmanship, and that's yeah. where that comes in. So. Give me a little fireworks, a little, like, you know, throw it out to the crowd, something to raise my light or two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, like, that's that's the, like, the next step of evolution is the fact is once you get to become a very good stage performer and you're touring, yeah. acting is just right around the corner. It's just yeah, learning, it you know. Especially, like, Marilyn Manson, because his shows are so theatrical, it makes sense that he's pretty good at transferring from that to, to a different medium of, of TV and movies. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, so I mean, when I saw that he was tapped for Young Lando, I'm like, good, good, good choice. Yes, because he can play serious. He can also play comedic. I've seen him do everything, and I think that that for for a Lando Calrissian type character, you're gonna you're gonna need that kind of mentality, like that kind of those acting chops. Right, right. We, he was talking over with Ellen DeGeneres on his show, her show, Ellen, and uh, apparently her mother is a big fan his of... His mother? Yes, his mother is a big fan of uh, Lando the, from... But uh, <laughs> Really? Yes. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, right. So she she basically, the first thing he did was call her pa- his parents to let him know that he's he Look, got the part. Oh my God, Mama, I'm going to be young Lando Carries. You... I'm going to be not only my Danny, Glo- uh, Danny Glover, Donald Glover, I am also Childish Gambino, but now Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> so the mother, of course, has a big, big soft spot for Billy D. Williams, so she told him, don't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, mom, mom, I'm Lando. I'm going to be Lando Calrissian. That's great, son. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> Man, and no pressure, mom. <laughs> so you'll see him and uh, Aiden, uh, uh, sorry, Alden uh, Edrich. Uh, in the new Han Solo movie on May twenty fifth, twenty eighteen. Wow, that's only—it's not even—it's not even two years away. It's yeah, a year, year and, and a half. half. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm pretty uh, good. I'm, excited. I'm pretty excited for that. I mean, I'm, I can't wait to see what they do. Um, I wonder. I mean, we don't know much, but I'm wondering if they're going to throw a Chewie in there, or is it going to be like a buddy, you know, film between Lando and Han? Well, we'll, we'll have to we'll, wait to we'll find have to tune in to right, find out exactly. All right. Well. Um, What's the uh, the other article is uh, Adam West is uh, <laughs> is in the news. Last week we we talked about uh, uh, Burt Ward. Uh, they asked him who should play Robin. Of course, he, and said he was it. like me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, you know now recently you know as as you know most of these stars do kind of like tours and you know yeah. different cons and that kind of thing to promote their. They're old shows and, and, and DVDs well, and stuff Bert like Ward that. Well, Burt Ward and Adam West both have that new Batman 66 film coming out, so why not, you know... Right, so they were they were talking about... And he mentioned the fact that he would like to be in the next Batman solo He's movie. He's been itching to be in a Batman movie since Michael Keaton's been in Batman. Yes. I mean, in any way, shape, or form, he wants he desperately wants to be as a walking cameo. 
So uh, what what was his idea? <laughs> well, he wants to play like his father Thomas Wayne. But like as as like kind of like a a a uh, you know he, uh, Batman or or you know uh, Bruce Wayne can't figure out what to do you know like there's a, basically a he's in a stumbling block of what he has to do next in life or uh-huh. type of thing and then he, you know I've actually heard this live myself so like I I know this story oh, okay. kind of so, personally cause, so it's not the first time he's he's still pitching it yes he's still even, pitching this even though someone went so you want to be Bruce Wayne's dad right did you see Batman v Superman because we already got that actor. <laughs> it's already been taken care of. I, but he basically comes as like as a dream, uh, you know. And there, there was. Okay. Uh, he does play Thomas Wayne in the Brave and the Bold in the the 2010 uh, animated yeah. uh, series. Yes. So he did. He did be able to play Thomas Wayne at one point. But he was kind of like he would basically be like the 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 advice that he would give. It'd be the 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 dream that leads him to. It's the dream of his father that helps him lead him to the next step in the plot exactly so he'd be like uh, uh, <laughs> son <laughs> it's over here <laughs> yeah so that's uh... <laughs> look I, 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 I okay I do admit that at some point in time he should have a cameo in something Batman related mm-hmm. not just in cartoons but in the real movies or in television or something give him a role in, in Gotham for something small just something right because I do feel like if you're willing like, look at Stanley. Stanley is in almost every Marvel movie to date mm-hmm. and he's going to be in some future projects in case God forbid something happens yeah he actually I think uh, did four cameos for the next four yes. movies so that way he's in those movies so they have him in the Right. In those scenes. So it's one of those things where it's like, if you could do that for Stan Lee because you love Stan Lee so much and you want to honor all his works, you kind of have to, I feel like you're somewhat obligated to kind of do the same thing for Adam West because he was the first, not really the first Batman on screen or on TV. Well, definitely screen television. Yeah. I I do kind of feel like without him... I don't know how quickly or how differently things might have what might have turned. Like I don't know because it was a f- cultural phenomenon. He became this super icon. Batman. I mean, let's face it. Before Batman, there was only Superman, right? You know, and I don't think I don't think Batman had the the appeal the way Superman did up until '66 Batman. It's my personal opinion. I mean, it it really it just it goes along the the fact that like you know I mean they did one in the thirties and they did one in the forties right the Batman, serials. serials you know for the movies and they 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 did that and I think after that they kind of just went away from doing anything comic book related until the fifties you know and then okay. the, the Superman series came into into play and it, he was such a beloved character so it was hard for them to say no. Right, you know, okay. and when it came to Batman, they just didn't know what to do with him. I mean, he was in a character that yeah. you know that they felt that probably it was too dark, even at that time. And they, you know, they yeah. made him campy in the '60s. Like, you know, let's face yeah, it. Yeah, but he still mean, was a character that come from tragedy. In the comic book, he uses a gun. Where Superman was about truth, justice, and the American way, and it was great during the '50s, during the you know the time of the Reds and right. You, you know, know yeah. he, it, it definitely. He, Superman stood for more things than Batman did. Exactly. I, I, so I can kind of see that. So, you know, when they did that in the 60s, and then, like, you know, you, you think of Adam West, and, and I went to a Q&A of, of Adam West, and 
I actually, what I did was I did research on Adam West because I always like to know things before, sure. like every nerd I think, you know, does. They, they you know, want to, you know, if they're going to meet this guy, they don't want to go, I love doing Batman. And he goes, well, I did this, this, and this, right. you know, and I, he does other things and you go, I only know you from Batman, you know? Yeah, like when uh, I remember when Opie and Anthony first got to Satellite Radio, they had Seth Green on. And everyone's talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I actually was one of the very few times I actually called in and got on the air. Mm. And I wanted to tell him that I loved him in Greg the Bunny and wanted to know if there was going to be more. And he's like, oh, my God, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, for me, personally, I'm like, I'm a fan. Not only did I get to get through and talk to you, yeah. but I asked you a question that you were really happy to hear other than the standard Buffy stuff. So I guarantee you I completely understand where you're going with this. So one of the, one of the things I found out that they were actually going to make him a James Bond, uh, uh, you know, right, early yeah. on in the, in the in the series and they wanted to, you know, they they kind of wanted to get him like I think in the 70s it was. It was right after Sean Connery was done. Right. And they, you know, and they talked to him and basically like it was almost a, like a done deal, but basically he was still under contract with somebody else right. and couldn't do it. But, you know, the, the possibility, of course, though, he did kind of turn it down because he thought it should be a, a British person, not yeah, yeah. an American. You know, he, he didn't think at the time it would have been good to make it a change to American uh, actor to a, from British. Yeah, so right. it's like, you know, he, he was respectful for the, the the medium of James Bond the way he is. And it's right. like, you know, which you can appreciate. But that was the kind of thing, like, like this, this different things. like And, like, you, I watched a documentary on him and on what he had to go through. I mean... Basically, it's the, it's the um, we, I watched it too. It was oh, it does <laughs> it's it's the documentary just right when he got his star on the Walk, Walk of Fame, Fame right? Yeah, they how were, long it took him to get that? That right, you know, and how he went through life. You know, he was he was a big actor and he was doing things in the fifties before Batman came along. He was doing westerns and he was doing different things. And you know, he they the, every time they needed him for something, he would do it, and he was like, you know, happy to do it. So for me, it's just like I think. Batman in a way hurt him because he ended up going to car shows and doing like different like you know things in the Batman suit because that's what they wanted from him and that's like he got pigeonholed into those kind of things well, you know well I mean that happened I think a lot to everybody in those days because when the medium of television has changed so drastically mm -hmm. with cable and pay channels that when you got typed in a show that's how everyone knew you because you were in the homes of millions of people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people, it was easier for you to be seen on television. Sometimes you were in the movies, right? You know, it was very, um, it's very tough to kind of get out, especially in, the, in those days. Yeah. Because it was very like, Oh, I know you're as Batman. So even as, even as James Bond, I mean, people would be like, it's Batman. Right. You know, and they wouldn't take it seriously. Right. Right. And that's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, I just think you should get a cameo. I mean, you know, I don't think you should get Thomas Wayne, but you know, <laughs> I like sl slow your roll. There. <laughs> I mean, you're good, but <laughs> I mean, because you you will you. I mean, it would be a great nod to have him in in an, in a Batman movie, especially I, through all the years that he's done it, and you know, and 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 still like he never shied away from it. That's the thing that I always, you know, some actors who played a role and they you know they get typecast in that role and they don't feel like they need to be that actor and that character anymore kind of want to shy away from that character they want to do something else where adam west is like he embraced it you know yeah, because i'm um, sorry the thing was starring adam west yes yeah sorry i wanted to they were here we are talking about a documentary and we should really give the name and i've, I've searched it out it's starring adam west if you get a chance if you're a batman fan and you want to see it's a good 
history lesson of, of television in the 60s and the 70s and mm. how people, how actors were treated. Treated, really. Yeah. You know, like there was a time where, you know, Kevin Smith talks about it, like when they were trying to do a Superman movie and they asked him to, you know, write a script. He was like, well, why don't you get the people who actually write the comic book? Because they've been doing it for years. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, they're comic book writers. They're they're beneath us. It's like comic books were considered such a uh, a child's media yeah. medium that that anybody who did it was just looked frowned upon. And that's why there was very few television stars of the 70s and 80s made it into, and even some of the 90s, had a hard time going transitioning from television to movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, like, yeah, you can go Tom Hanks, you can go um, Michael J. Fox, you can do Jennifer Aniston. You could talk mostly like Saturday Night Live cast, you know, like, right. like the 80s, there were a lot of 70s, 80s uh, comedians. They made a lot of movies that were very popular and you know had a good mainstay but it's it's very few i mean you, you know it's, it's in in the in television wise in television world, yeah it is very few you kind of especially during that time because it's very like hey this person's great on like david trimmer he's great as ross but outside of ross hey look it's ross yeah he's not an action hero he's a comedic actor you know so or or what's his face um um guy who plays joey oh uh God, I can't fucking think of his name. It kills me. And the guy who plays Chandler. Yeah. You know, those two, they had some small roles in movies. They tried to leap into movies, but it just wasn't working for them. Right. So now you see them back on the small screen because that's where their audience is. They, they go to your audience. Right. Clooney was one of those very few people who was on a hit show and then took him a couple movies, but then boom. Right. You know, and it took two TV series, really. I mean, you know, yeah, because he was on the Facts of Life, Life, right? And then he was in ER. Yeah, and then and then finally, it took the graying of his hair before he, people started taking him serious. Yeah, you know, and he shaved it, and he had the like the the military cut kind of be like, oh, he's handsome. Let's let's cast him in movies. Yeah, right. you know, I was, I was there. You have it, folks. I mean, uh, is there anything else you want to add there? No, that was it. That was it. Okay, well, thank you for listening to us. Uh, you again, listening to Geeksters here on. Um, if you do want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. So search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget, if you enjoyed the show, please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. We do appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. We'll see you next week. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible.